the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Perspective. Teaching. Conversation. This is Isaiah 61. Over the next half hour, you'll hear why the Lord provided those verses and how they can be used in witnessing, in the church, and in daily life as God's children. Now, here's your host of Isaiah 61 from Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, Pastor Joe Sutton. Hey, good afternoon, everyone. This is Pastor Joe Sutton. Uh, back again to another issue of Isaiah 61. Uh, just want to, as always, make an open invitation for you guys to come out and, and, uh, and, and worship with us, especially in, uh, in our next next six weeks uh, at service. I, I won't be in the, the, the pulpit. I'm, uh, I'm I'm practicing my, my 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 baton passing skills as I pass the baton to the to the next generation of uh, of leaders. Uh, you know, some of you've heard on the show before. Uh, they'll be sharing, but you know, I have I have the I have the uh, the, the the youngsters, the, my 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 young guns, uh, <laughs> bringing bringing the word uh, these these next five weeks uh, in in the pulpit. Uh, it's going to be just an exciting time for us to see. Uh, how God is moving in their life and the word that they want to share and as they share a vision on how they want to impact uh, their their generation. Uh, we'll do this every week. And, and then on the, the 4th of, of March will be our, our, our youth Sunday. And uh, so the youth will be uh, cumulating it to be the, the youngest of the young guns taking over service. So I'm just looking forward to it and, and just seeing how God's going to speak and God's going to bless, you know, as it's always been the goal of our church uh, to focus in, and minister to young people. Yeah, we spend, you know, about forty percent of our money on youth and children. Uh, you know, just the different programs we run uh, in the neighborhood and, and the different things we do at the church itself. And it's always been a goal of ours. And we've seen a lot of people come through, and and uh, a, a lot of leaders out there in the community that have been. And but the opportunity to be touched by what we do, and, and for that I'm thankful. And I, as I look back and and see some some are close, just like extra children. Some are you know, uh, you know, just fellow coworkers in Christ. You know, doing that thing, pastoring churches, uh, you know, teaching in schools, and and it's 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 just great to have had an opportunity to be a part of that. You know, what I mean, most of the, the credit is is going to be done by home, but it's just so thankful to be a part. Of that and that's what I just want to talk to you about today, is uh is looking at is 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 the whole issue of of uh, of change. You know, change is is always uh, tough to bear at times, but change is a, a factor that we that we can always count on because even no matter what we do, change is a is a is a is an ever present constant in the life of the believer. Because you know God's word tells us that God changes from glory to glory. He changes us. He, he He's there. You know, as as we draw closer to Him, you know, we become more and more like Him, and 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 that our life starts to reflect 
you know, the character and the principles of, 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 of our Lord. And so, uh, but change can be hard, man. And, and I look at different, as I look back over my life, I don't really feel that I've, I've lived that long. And, uh, but you know, for sometimes when change came man, I was happy, you know, I was just happy. Other times when change came, you know, I, I fought it, you know what I mean? And I just didn't really want to embrace it, you know? And, and to be honest with you, it, it really was based on, you know, my own personal dreams and desires or, or what, what, what I want to, to, uh, to feed my flesh. And then as I got, uh, more mature in Christ, I embraced the change where I could see that God was working in my life uh, and, and doing things in my life. And I embraced that, you know, even though it went against my flesh, I was more concerned about pleasing God than I was about pleasing, pleasing my flesh. And, you know, I think when I was a little kid and, you know, you get that first, that first bike, right. You know, it's like, ah, oh, my bike, man. I remember that little red bike, man. I think they painted everything red back then. Everything red wagons, red bikes, everything was red. And uh, I remember my dad took the training wheels off. Oh, man, that was change. That was a scary change. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, that was change, man. That, that was change. That, that, that was change that, that, that showed that you was ready for the big boy world. But, man, it, it also showed you had to be ready to take some scrapes and some bounces, you know. And, you know, back then we didn't have elbow pads, knee pads, uh, wrist braces, uh, helmets and everything like that, man. You just you just rode that puppy, you know, and – and then, then after a while, you start asking for that bigger bike. You know, can I get a bigger bike? You know, get a bigger bike. You know, and then after a while, you was like, I don't even want a bike. You start dreaming about cars, man. I, you know, I remember when uh, the first car I really, really wanted was a, it was like a 67 or a 68 uh, Firebird. Man, I seen that car, man. I was like, wow, it said Firebird too. I knew it was fast. I didn't know what a Camaro was, but I knew a Firebird had to be fast. You know what I mean? So, so <laughs> I was like looking in there, and the guy next door to me had a Roadrunner. Uh, you know, and I was like, oh, I know Roadrunners fast. I watch him on the cartoons. You know what I mean? To go around there, and and you start changing in your life, and you change, and and you 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 get there, and 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 you you no longer interested in the the cartoons anymore. Now you you didn't move up to you know you want to be in the in the in the movies or you know if you're a man you want the action adventure you know still but you know johnny quest and then wasn't getting it you know you had to move up to the to the next level and you, and you change you know and i never forget when uh i had to turn 21 that was a uh, you know because everybody kept saying oh 21 because i was a clown right they said you need to mature you need to grow up you're almost 21 you're almost 21 you know what i mean what is this 21 you know what i mean i was scared to turn 21 you know what i mean be legal in every state and then i got to get serious is that the age of being serious oh my goodness i'm not ready for that and i remember how nervous i was when i was 20 about to turn 21 thinking what was going to be expected out of me but i found that i could still be a clown you know what i mean could still run around and be irresponsible <laughs> At 21 years old, you know what I mean? So I, I got past that, and, and I, I kind of shook that off a little bit. And then when the undergrad days were gone, and, and you know, now you got to work. You know, you got to go to work every day, you know, and, uh, and you know, and you just starting to report and bills, and you start, you, you're feeding your flesh, you're buying everything you ever dreamed about, and you're going through those days. And, and then I, I just remember I was like, one day I sat, was sitting there, and I was like, man, I, I – I waste a lot of money. And, and, and I was a Christian at the time. I was like 25 years old. 
And uh, so I wasn't going to the club. I wasn't drinking. But, man, I would run through money. And uh, a lot of it I just threw in the offering plate. Didn't have nothing else to do with it or something like that. But it, it wasn't a level of of being responsible with the money. I I was still acting like I was I was the drug dealer or something. Just get it, spin it, and wait for the next one to get there. You know what I mean? It wasn't, didn't have a plan. And I remember sitting there thinking, I got, I got to come up with a plan. I got to have a plan. You know, I'm, I'm an accountant. If anybody should have a plan, I should have a plan. And uh, so I, I remember trying to be more diligent in reading Proverbs and, uh, and having God to give me a, a plan for my life because I wasn't really sure what it was I was supposed to do. I knew I was supposed to do ministry. That was told to me several times, you know, even before I became a Christian, people would just pull me to the side and, and 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 talk to me about the call on my life. I didn't know what a call on life was, but they would talk to me about it. And then when I uh, accepted Christ, things started becoming coming clear. And and I remember when I that 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 focus of change of of changing from a a, a, a pew sitter to a leader, you know, to, to come out of the pew, and uh and and be a leader, you know, what I mean, and 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 that process, and and at the time I had to spend being mentored and discipled and shaped and serving and making mistakes and, and crying over the mistakes I made and and feeling God's forgiveness and, you know, and just moving on and, and just keep adding on and keep adding on. And, and, uh, and until I, I got to the point where I was 27 years old and I said, well, Lord, you know, I'm saved, you know, I'm, 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 I'm becoming a leader, but, uh, I need me a helpmate, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I, I, I never forget. I just, I, you know, I, you know, the Lord said soon, man, I was 27. I started cleaning my room. I started changing. I got to get ready for this helpmate, this wife. You know, I can't leave my clothes on the floor. You know, I had three piles of clothes on the floor, clean to be worn again and dirty. You know what I mean? So I went out and bought some cinder blocks and some boards and, made my own little rack to put my clothes up and, you know, wash my dishes every time I ate and did all that, kept kept clean and didn't get married till I was 33, six years later. Man, <laughs> uh, I changed waiting and it was there and it finally came. You know what I mean? But it, it was, but the change was for the better than some of the things I instituted. I needed six years to get my head straight. <laughs> to prepare myself to really know how to treat uh, the the person that God was bringing to me. A lot of times we won't change to be instantaneous. We want to go pop, you know, just going there because, you know, God has that miraculous power. He can do that. And, uh, but that's not what he always does. You know what I mean? He doesn't do that always. What he, what he, what he tends to do is he tends to, to, to let us grow in that, to learn, to bring it to pass. And, and at the right time, you know what I mean? You know, at the right time. And and that's what that's where faith comes in at the belief that God's gonna come through at the right time. And you know, and that the change that we're experiencing it is for the better. And so, you know, getting married was a change, couldn't run the street as much as I as I as I would like to, you know, and as I would love to. You know, I, I would love sometime on a Friday, Saturday night, just sit in the parking lot. You know, uh, you know, did this more in Texas than here because ain't much parking lot time in Minnesota. But I like sitting in the parking lot of a club and just sit on my hood in my car, man, and just sit there and go fishing and wait to, to wait till somebody come out and talk, start a conversation with me, witness to them, 
you know, they asked me, how is it in there? And I said, oh, it looks, you know, I ain't been in there. I'm just here, you know, just, uh, but when I got married, now I had to spend some of that 24 hours with my wife. And it wasn't, it wasn't those impromptu, just, you know, go hang out, stand on the corner, talking to three, four in the morning, things like that. I had to be more purposeful. I had to be uh, more organized, you know, because, you know, you know, she now deserved, you know, my time. And, and just as I got used to adding her, then a, a little mouth comes along, you know, a year and something later. And now they want time, you know, and I'm trying to figure out how, what has it changed. There's only 24 hours in a day. And I got a wife. I have a child. I have a ministry. I have, you know, job. I have all this. And I can't spend the same amount of time doing things as I did before. And, you know, I couldn't go to the weight room and work out four times a week, swim and do all that. You know, had to cut something, couldn't play, you know, flag football and basketball three, four nights a week, had to cut something. You know what I mean? And I I wasn't going to cut my relationships with my, my family or time there. So, you know, you know, the, 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 the weight room got cut, you know what I mean? It, it just got cut, you know, the double dip ice cream arms just faded away. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't need two scoops of ice cream on your arm to hold a baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, you know, cause I wasn't going to cut ministry time. Wasn't going to cut being a leader at my church. Um, you know, so it, it, something has to give and change comes in and you have to embrace change and, you know, and, and and as as my kids grew older, you know, we were forced with a situation where not forced, but we came into a situation, a dream of mine and my wife's, and that was to expand our home through adoption. So we added uh three siblings, uh two girls and a boy to our family, and all of a sudden we went from two kids, one and two and a half, to six kids, newborn. One, two and a half, ten, twelve, and thirteen, and uh, man, that was an interesting next two years. <laughs> Our house really changed. Having teenagers and having preschoolers, you know, it was just uh, it was a change. And then trying to build the relationships, build trust, uh, you know, come up with security and things like that. It, it was just a journey. But through it all, you know, we leaned back on God's word and not just God's word as in written, but God's word that he gave us our assurance through prayer as we prayed and, and we meshed this big family together and, and, and the issues of change in life hurt. They're hard to adjust to sometimes your flesh gets used to a certain way and, and that's just it. And that's all, but your relationship with Christ Christ will always give you a, a, a warning, you know, a, about what's coming in and prepare you for what's coming. And and, and that's what I like about him. He, he would just give you a glimpse into that. You know, if if we don't get too busy and wrapped up in ourselves, you know, what I mean, and don't hear the voice of the Lord as he's silently telling us what's about to come, you know, what, what's about to go into. And, and, and so that makes change better. And you look at change from a different perspective than when something comes and just throws your routine on because you ignored it. You know, uh, you're listening to Isaiah 61, the radio ministry of Spirit of the Lord Church, and I'm Pastor Joe Sutton, and uh, we're talking about change today. And uh, I want to tell after, after the break, I want to come back in and and uh, and just share with you guys some some ways that I I I dealt with change and am dealing with change. You know, now 
in my life and just give you some practical uh, practical things that you can practice uh, to make change more bearable. God bless you. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. Picture this, standing at the Sea of Galilee and being baptized in the Jordan River. Visiting Jerusalem, where every stone pathway leads you towards the life of Christ and the story of God's promise on earth. These moments can be yours when you join Tony and Lois Evans for Experience Israel 2018, November 7th through the 16th. With gifted musical guests Anthony Evans and Meredith Andrews, your time in Israel will be rich with a spiritual blessing. Visit am980themission.com for more information and to book your journey to Israel today. In a little tent but Oh, just like the river's been running I've been running ever since <laughs> Yeah, that's the theme song for a whole lot of people, boy. A long time coming, but a change is going to come. You know, his nephew goes to my church. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Sam Sam Cook's nephew goes goes to my uh, to my church. His, he tells me stories about you know his uncle and and uh, he's about my age, about fifty nine, and uh, and just you know growing up in that era, you know, our dad maybe touring and and going back and forth and everything that went on. So. That would be interesting. One of the finest voices ever. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's so funny that, uh, you know, back in those times in the 60s, everybody had a group, right? And and uh, and so I was part of a group, and, and we would we would dance and sing. And, and our, our group was the JTs, the Junior Temptations. We did we did Temptations cover. <laughs> and, I, and I had a high voice, so I would always end up with the, the Eddie, Eddie Kendricks things, you know, and, uh, and going back around and, we do talent shows, man, and 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 and, and go at it and 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 dance off and the whole nine yards, man. I used to I used to dance in adult talent shows. I'd be my dad had me up in bars one two o'clock in the morning, dancing and doing stuff, man. And 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 I then I realized after a while that I never got none of the money I won. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know he he buy me he buy me some lime juice because you only get lime juice in a bar. He give me some lime juice and 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 go home and but he didn't I, cut you in. I, huh? I ain't got nothing to cut. I I'm just doing this. I'm like 19 years old, man. I'm just doing this, and I'm like I'm like I don't get none of the money. You know what I mean? I just realized when I got like about 18, I was like, 
didn't I win? Didn't I win a place in a couple of them shows? <laughs> <laughs> they do like, yeah, but there was there there was expenses. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, there were expenses. You oh, need an agent to deal with the old man. Yeah, right. I, I, I I'm an abused child star. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can I can get on I can get on the cover of uh, what's one of them Inquirers or Star Magazine or something like that. You know, at risk, right? At risk, right? At risk. <laughs> uh, but change is going to come. Change is a inevitable thing. You know, as I even venture in, I was. Uh, I was sharing with one of the guys I, I mentor that that you know I had to deal with changes. All oh, my kids got grown, and I no longer tell them what to do. I have to ask them. You know what I mean? Now that's a hard change. You know, for twenty years I just told them what to do. Hey, go do this. Go pick up that. Go do. Now I have to go. Do you have any time uh, on Thursday to help me <laughs> help me move something or do something like that? I have to ask. You have to check in. You know. Now I got grandchildren and I just can't step in and, and correct their, their parents. You know I mean? I have to give suggestions, you know what I mean? And I, I never gave suggestions for the last 40 some years and now I got to give suggestions, you know? And, uh, and so it's a difference. Change comes in and, and, and we can embrace change for what it does. Cause change is going to happen. Change is going to happen whether we agree with it or not. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, we can, we can ignore it and watch it change around us and fade off like a typewriter. You know what I mean? We can embrace it, you know, and remake ourselves and become a keyboard. You know what I mean? Or we can sit around there and get ahead of it and take advantage of the change uh, that's that's really coming. You know, when I realized that that my kids were were uh, teenagers, I just started letting them make choices because I realized it's going to come a time where I would have to give suggestions. And so I kind of transitioned a little bit from uh, firm totalitarian dictator to, <laughs> to I'm gonna give you a couple choices, you know what I mean? And then, and then when the shock wore off, you know, because I was I had to prepare myself for this next phase of life, and I don't think they were thinking about it that next phase of life because even now, you know, some of them say, "Just tell me what to do, pops." I do, it. and I said, "No," I said, "I have to honor where you are now." You know, you're a man, so I have to honor that. So, and so you 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 have change coming in and. And I realize even now is in even in ministry that that change is coming. You know, I'm at this point in my life ministry wise where I'm not the frontline soldier anymore. It's time for me to back up off of it and 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 be a resource to the younger younger leaders and let them get on that front line. And uh, I have to decrease so they may increase, which is one of the reasons why, you know, we're allowing the young ministers to, you know, I put them in the pulpit all the time. But. They're going five straight weeks, nothing but them uh, handling everything. You know, I'm sitting back. I'm, I'm I'm back to the pew status. I'm just sitting back and watching. Because if, if we don't, uh, you know, I coach track. And and one of the most thrilling races for everybody is the relay race. And we love to see that relay race. It's the one of the team events of track. And the relay race, the goal of the race, I try to tell kids, is not who's the fastest, but who can get the baton across the line. It's not always the fastest they get the baton across because if, if, if when you, when you hand off that baton, when you exchange, which we call it exchange, you know what I mean? The, whoever has the best exchange usually has the best time. Not necessarily fastest, the four fastest guys don't make the best relay. You know what I mean? Because you got two guys that are running curves and two guys that are running straights. And so now you got that in the formula. Who's the best curve runner? Who's the best straight runner? Now you got to look at 
you know, who's left-handed, who's right-handed, who can handle exchange, crossing the arm, who can handle it another way. And you got all these little factors that go into this one little race that lasts anywhere from, you know, a minute to five minutes, you know, depending on which, which kind of relay it is. And, um, and, and you got these factors in the four by one because it's faster. The exchange is more crucial four by four and four by eight. The exchange is important, but it's not as crucial because it's a longer distance. But in a four by one, there's no room for error to make anything up. You don't hit it in the exchange zone. You don't pop it, take that man at full speed. Then it's just, it's hard catching up no matter how fast you are. So, so, even in life, if we're not willing to change, we have to practice handing off that baton. We have to practice allowing uh, our kids to lead. We have to practice allowing uh, our young leaders in our church to lead. You know, I, I don't want any young person to, to turn 18 in my church where they have not been in some type of position of service. And and, and, and if I can, I'm going to try to get them in a leadership position of leading their peers or those younger than them. You know, I mean, that's that's always our goal as Spirit of the Lord, right? As Miles Monroe always said, I'm turning followers into leaders and leaders into agents of change. And we continue that legacy at our church, and I hope you do too. Embrace change. It's coming. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.